Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train! All aboard! <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, good morning, everybody, and thanks for joining us here at the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We do appreciate you uh, pushing that button on that radio dial and uh, listening to a morning of uh, outdoor activities and some off-the-rail crazy stuff. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. You can always get a hold of us two different ways. You can join our conversation just by dialing 414 799 uh, 50. <laughs> That's it, right, Danny? 799-1250. And then you can also email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Oh, Danny, hey, your computer's kind of going haywire over there. Well, I saw you working on yours for the yeah. last half hour to check the one check email. That blue, to check our one email. That, check to see where that blue cord is going on the other side. Well, yeah, right away you... Yeah, you, well, that's you, what mine was. Right mine was loose. One, you think you're a computer genius now because... Oh, it just went out. But follow that blue wire. All right. Well, yeah, that's what I did, and it was okay then. We ain't going to worry about it. We All right. Well, as long as we got the CEO guys at yahoo.com yeah, up check and ready that one to email. Yeah. Well, there's none up there right now. Who okay. do you got on the that's line? That's worth oh, the half hour by the working way, on the computer yeah. then. Oh, just, yeah. Just, Absolutely. Yeah, Jeff Bodie isn't here today. The the Polish pipe bomb. Jeff Bodie, I mean Nick Bodie, Polish pipe bomb Jeff Orlovsky is here today. So, Jeff, who do you got on the line right away? Well, let's go out to the beautiful uh, Maple Ridge and say oh, hello to Kevin. Hey, Kevin. You know, when hey, I Kevin. saw the line ringing, I thought, who calls this early? I thought it might be Kevin. <laughs> yeah, haven't talked to you in a while. How, how you doing? Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, survived a long, cold winter, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think last time we talked to you, you were sick. Yeah. Was, yeah, you still are, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. guess you gotta you gotta keep using that super soap and stuff because they got those germs oh, yeah. going around these days. 
Yeah, they they tell me about that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. You got a question on your mind this morning? Yeah, I do, but um, before I ask that, do you, how many people we got today, this morning? About That's- seven, eight. No. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you mean in the in the studio here? Yeah. Oh, just us three. Oh, da- Danny, you, me, and Jeff Orlovsky. Uh, Dan, do you remember uh, a guy that used to be, he used to have a fishing show, Art, Mer- Art, Art Mercer? Oh, no. I, uh, I don't, but Tom probably does here. Was that the guy? Oh. Uh, Art, big art. What was his last? Moraski? No, Mercier. Mercier? No, that I don't know. No, he used to be on. He used to be on uh, the old 780 when. Was that a radio show or TV show? Radio. Oh no. Okay. No, was no. it a fishing show? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. You know, I, I'm not really familiar with any old fishing shows. In fact, back in the day. I remember in the uh, mid-90s, driving in my car, listening to some Chicago sports talk stations, thinking to myself, wow, wouldn't it be great to have sports talk that was a hunting-fishing sports talk? And here we are now. But I wasn't aware of any that existed back then. How long ago are we talking, Kevin? Oh, (laughs) about 70. (laughs) About 76. 76. Well, maybe one of our listeners might know. Yeah, maybe they if might you keep remember. Listening. Art, Art Mercier, he used, to, he used to be on, and, and, and at the end of his show, he used to say, good luck, good hunting, fishing, and boating. Good luck, good hunting, fishing, and boating. Yeah. Okay. Quite original, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, how do you how do you prepare suckers? Well, I think people smoke them, Kevin. S- smoke them or pickle them. And now is really? the yeah, mm-hmm. and now is the time for people to get out and get the suckers because yep. they're running in the rivers like crazy. Yeah, and in Lake Michigan, a lot of times when we went smelting, we'd get a lot of suckers instead. Are they any and, good? Uh, well, my mother-in-law would pickle them, and they were fine. Yeah. So, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and anything smoked seems to be good. Yeah. I think you could take a dead possum off the road, smoke it. It'd be okay. <laughs> oh, really? Give it to somebody. Uh, Give him enough beer, cheese, and crackers uh, with it, and he'd be all in, into it. There was a guy. I used to go. <coughs> excuse me. I used to go to the school in Janesville, and... My my uh, house parent always liked to hear George Bakke used to be a hunting and fishing man, and uh, he would have he would be on Wednesday in the afternoon, and then he'd have a show on Saturday from three. From, it was a only a fifteen minute show. And he'd talk about different things, duck hunting, you know. Hey, Kevin, you've given uh, a lot of love to the old-time hunting and fishing guys. How about some love for the cutting-edge guys? What about Bushy and Mr. The True? (laughs) What did you say, uh, Dan? 
No, that, that was Jeff. <laughs> that was. Oh, what'd you say, Jeff? Said you gave a lot of love to the uh, the old school hunting and fishing guys that were on the radio. How about some spreading some love here to Bushy and Mister the True? Oh yeah, you're good. Okay, good. We. Uh, well, well I know Tom is over here. He's an expert, ex-TV star, and all kinds of stuff. Uh, oh, I'm, yeah. waiting, I'm waiting for him to come up here. No, he, he will. Uh, here, uh, what's you know? You used to talk as a kid fishing on Bass's Bay. Do you know what's going on today in Milwaukee? No. Kids' fishing clinics are going on today. That's right. Just like you used to do, and you are used. Are they going to broadcast it? I no, don't think no, so. Different no. various fishing clubs are scattered around throughout the. Uh, Parks. In fact, I talked to Ted from Lunkers Unlimited, and he's uh, going to be at some park. Uh, he couldn't name. <laughs> I talked to Ted. Maybe he had a th- few too many um, 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 whatever kind of beers he likes to drink at Park Avenue Pizza when he got his to-go or- order. Hackershires. And uh, uh-huh. he said he's going to be off, bark in, off Barker Road in Capitol by some car, Ford car dealership. Tom, do you know what the name of that? Uh, I have no idea. Pond or Park he might be at? Okay, well. By, by a car dealership? Yeah, off Jack of, Safro, I think he said. You off of by Jack Ca- Oh, okay. off of Capitol. Well, I'm, I'm Sounds find. like the Brookfield area, so Ted's going to be out there. No, there isn't one out there. And I think. Uh, they're going to even have free hot dogs for the kids when oh, they're boy. done when they're done fishing. So kind of a cold day there, Kevin, to get them out. But it's nice that the area clubs and so forth are uh, out there doing that today. And uh, I think it's it's pretty much a free type thing, and people can show up with their kids. They typically the clubs have the equipment and everything for yeah. them. Tom went through the list of the parks last week. Yeah, so, we'll go through them again today. But that starts at 9 a.m. this morning. Gotcha. You know, that's the 35th year for this. They've been doing that for 35 years. Really? For the kids' uh, free fishing clinics. And I imagine, do they... a long time. They stock these ponds, Tom? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Is it just bass and panfish? No, uh, perch, bluegill, trout. Mainly a lot of perch and trout, you know. And there might be bluegill, but I know there's a lot of perch and trout. Do they, like, stock them, like, right before this week then? Because I would think some of the Might ponds, have been a few days before. Some of the ponds would probably get too warm for the trout to survive later on in the summer. Oh, but yeah, But if you later throw them in, in there the now, summer. they'll yeah. be okay. Yeah, because... Unless it's a spring-fed. Right. Most of those ponds, except for Land and Quarry, uh, most of those city ponds, uh, they're pretty shallow. Now, Land and Quarry is pretty deep. There's trout in there year-round. You know, that's a that's a deep one, right? Yeah. So, but hey, Kevin, thanks for calling. We got to get call. going. Good hearing from you, buddy. Yeah, you take okay. care, Kevin. All right, see, see you later. Bye. bye now. All right. Um. Yeah, we'll get into that uh, free fishing clinic uh, in a little while. There was some. Oh, you know, you're you're speaking about these uh, older radio shows. You know, about yep. the outdoors, and they were usually sh- very short ones. Yep. You know, fifteen minutes, ten minutes, no more than a half an hour. Back in, I think it was 1991, when I, I went over to WISN to uh, talk to them. I had a meeting set up about uh, doing a fishing and hunting show years ago. It was back in 91, yeah. And uh, they said, the guy said, I couldn't believe this. He said, and you could tell he was not a outdoors person, the general manager. And he says, hey, how many people hunt and fish in Wisconsin? Come on, he says. I started giving them the numbers of hunting licenses, fishing licenses, 
how many people over the age of 65 who at that time didn't need one, all the kids under 16 who didn't need one. And I said, do you, do you realize half of the population of this state, at least half, has an interest in fishing and or hunting? Oh, really? He, he, he had no clue, you know. He still didn't give you a show. Yeah, he did. Oh, did yeah. He? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I started that in 1991. Yeah. Really? And, uh, and well, I was a station employee then, you know. And uh, so, but yeah. Did you so, have a mailbox in the station with your name on it and everything? Actually, yeah. yeah. Tom Neubauer. Did yeah. they spell it right? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Did you get any mail? Yeah. Actually, I got some really good hate mail. <laughs> well, that, that's not surprising. <laughs> got some really good, got, got some love, got some hate, you know, little it is, little You know, over that. the years, Tom, <laughs> over the years, we it's really been difficult to get much hate mail. We don't Our, get wait, we I, don't get any. I no. as hard as I've tried. As hard as I've tried to tick people off. Yeah, we we really don't. Well, normally when somebody has something to say, they usually say it on the radio. Remember when that lady called me a couple of nasty words that you can't use on the radio? <laughs> no, you can use you can use that on the radio now. The A H one? The A Well, the A, A part you can. But not the A and not H. Not the H after? And, yeah, not the A that and That was H. funny when she called. Well, you were being a knob over there, Tom. I didn't think you so. Were, oh, yeah, you I know, didn't you think have, so. You have one of those sarcastic ways <laughs> of, I work with a guy like that, too, who doesn't understand why everybody's pissed off at him all the time. And he just got that way of kind of doing the subtle kind well, of a it, it was something that was smart in the, aleck it was, it, it was smart alecky on my part, but yeah. it was something that was in the news at that time. And and she didn't want to. Well, I'm not, I don't even want to go through it again on the radio. She might call back and start calling me other names. Well, she was trying to promote something, and you totally shot it down. I didn't shoot it down. Yes, I just wanted did. to know you who the funds were going to. She said it was a fundraiser. She was trying to promote something good, yeah. and then you just well, missed Jeff, your negativity over there. It was a fundraiser, and I said, "Oh, who are you raising funds for?" And Simple she wouldn't. Question. She wouldn't tell us. She wouldn't tell us. And then at the time they oh, were she did. no, she never did. That's why I at the time they the the city well, you of Menominee, never give anything to anything any, anywhere anyway. So who do you care where the funds go? I'm just curious. You know, a lot <laughs> of these the places. Last time you sent a dollar to Children's Hospital. I never sent a dollar. Yeah, you've never sent a thing to anybody. I've never sent. I've sent <laughs> more. Never, I've sent more than a dollar. More than a dollar. Okay. How about Special Olympics? No, it's St. Jude's. St. Jude's yeah. is the one I support. Yeah, yeah. I try and yeah. I try and support the uh, the St. St. Jude's thing, and and I even signed yep. up to do the automatic like payment on your credit yeah. card bank account yeah. for both St. Jude's and the Shriners. Okay, and then all of a sudden my credit card number got hacked somehow. Oh no! Oh, bank no. card, and I had to get a new bank card. Oh. And all I could think of was, what if someone broke into one of those databases? Oh yeah. How secure is that? So right. I canceled, and I said, just mail me the things, and I'll just write a check and mail in and donate now. Well, yeah. a lot of those kids, they got a lot of free time on their hands, you know. <laughs> and they're really smart with computers. <laughs> hey, we got to go to a break, folks. Uh, if you want to join in the show, seven nine nine twelve fifty is the phone number. Or you can email us live at ceoguysyahoo.com. We'll tell you after this, uh, well, a little later on, we'll tell you about all those different parks where the free fishing clinics are being held today. It's not too bad of a day today. Uh, it's going to be fairly decent, I think around 50, something like that. So it's not a terrible day. So just dress for it and catch some fish today. 
Doesn't cost you anything. Also, when we come yeah? back, I got a story of danger. All right. Danger in the woods. Oh, there's a lot of danger in danger. the woods, Danny. A lot of danger. A lot of danger. Danger is no stranger, That's however, right. to deluxe Danny Bush. All right, we'll be right back, Danny. <laughs> He's not a scared. I'm not a scared. <laughs> Bring it on. All right, we'll be back right back, folks, with more on 105.7 FM, The Fan. To the Skibber Buds, that is the Skibber Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors, 799-1250. If you want to call with a hunting report, fishing report, need some marital counseling, uh, got a problem with your kids, whatever you got, whatever you need, give us a call. We'll help you out. Right, Tom? No. No? No. <laughs> don't call asking for money because you'll get none from Tom. No, don't. Don't he ask. gave a dollar to St. Jude's don't, last don't, year. Don't get, then ask, he wrote it off on yeah. his taxes. Don't ask me any, any <laughs> he advice. He saved the receipt for a buck. Yeah. Don't gave ask me the, any advice. No advice. Okay. No, well, weren't you going to give some advice on something when we came back? Oh, I was, you, just, oh I was just going to tell where the parks are okay. if people want to know. Yeah. Let me get my reading glasses on. Put them on there, old guy. Yeah. Okay. We got Brown Deer Park by the Okachi Fishing Club. Yeah. Deneen Park by uh, Inner City Sportsman's Club, Greenfield Park, Great Lakes Sport Fisherman Club, McCarty Park, Southside Sportsman's Club, uh, McGovern Park is brought to you by Badger Fisherman's League, Oak Creek Parkway, and is hosted by the Friends of Oak Creek Mill Pond, Scout Lake Park is, uh, it, oh, that's Walleyes Unlimited, uh, Sheridan Park, that's uh, Milwaukee 1400 Fishing and Hunting Club, Washington Park. Our friend, it's hosted by our friend E.B. Gardner Fishing Club. Kosciuszko Park is hosted by Wisconsin Fishing Club. Over there in Washington County, you got Regner Park, brought to you by uh, Trout Lake Southeast Chapter, and the West Bend Kiwanis Early Risers. They must be listening to the show because they're early risers. Uh, in Waukesha County, you got uh, Fox Brook Park, brought to you by Lunkers Unlimited. Oh, Fox Brook Park. That's yeah. where Ted is. Yeah, okay, that's Fox it. Brook Park. Yeah, I know where that is now. Okay. And then um, you got uh, Menominee Park, the Land and Quarry, brought to you by Wisconsin House Outdoorsmen. And Muskego Park, brought to you by Women's Hunting and Sporting Association. Now, if you need more information, folks, you can call... Uh, they're all 414 numbers, 382-7928 or 263-8494. So if you got groups of 20 or more, you got to, like, pre-register. But if, if it's just, like, a couple of kids you're bringing down, yeah, you don't have to pre-register. So that's it. Okay. All right, so get yeah. on out there. They do teach a lot of stuff. They they. You know, a lot of safety and casting and setting the hook. And, and they kids do catch fish. Yeah, they do catch them because they stock a lot of them in there. Well, they want the kids to have a good time and catch fish. Definitely. Yeah. So that's kind of the Definitely. plan. So yeah. they put them in there. So anyway, Tom, I was yeah. talking about danger in the woods. Yeah. You know, I'm getting ready for, for hunting. I mean hunting. Uh, summer. Summer fishing and camping and 
you know, you start thinking about camping and being out in the woods. It, it's all great, but you got mosquitoes and you got ticks. And now I've been reading about there. It's been bad enough with the Lyme disease, Tom. Yeah. But now there's another kind of tick disease. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of known as the red meat allergy. Oh, my God. Can you get that? Red okay. meat allergy. So anyway, uh, what it is, there's some kind of a tick. And what, what do they call this? Uh, it's the Lone Star Tick. Started in the southeast and moved north to New Jersey and then the Ohio River Valley. That range has expanded to the Midwest and even as far north as Canada. And apparently, uh, once you once you get this, it causes like a red meat allergy, which would really be bad for a guy like you, Tom. That's right, because I like red meat. Yeah, let's see. What does it cause when they... I'm just trying to look at the article. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of a it's it's a new one. Those who are affected can experience different reactions, which can be a mild rash, intense itching, uh, oh, severe anaphylaxis. Anaphylactic. Anaphylactic. That's where you can't breathe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so some it's called alpha gal. Hmm. Some alpha gal sufferers react not only to mammal meat, but also to anything that contains any mammal product, milk, butter. Um, yeah, but it's talking about this one guy who he, he could eat pork and venison. He'd be okay, but he'd be allergic to some of those other things. So I guess this is wow. another one we got to worry about. I don't know if it's in Wisconsin yet, but uh, I think it's time to break out the Coleman uh, that Coleman repellent, Tom. Yep, yep. And, you know, there are special tick repellents out there specifically designed for ticks. But still, some of your best uh, methods of avoiding it besides the tick repellent and all that that you put on your clothes is having a long sleeve shirt, uh, making sure that, you're, like, your pants are tucked into your boots, you know, so right. they don't get up your legs, you know. I mean, just being cautious Well, of let that me stuff. ask you, because you work at Sherpers years mm-hmm. ago— on sale, <clears throat> I, I bought these uh, big pair of camel pants that yeah. were supposed to be like bug pants. They had like a lining inside. Okay. And they were supposed to like kind of protect you from ticks and bugs. And yeah. they were triple extra large. That's why yeah. I got it on sale for a okay. third the price. I think I finally threw them out because they were just too big. But do they have like protective clothing at Sherpers that they sell and that you know of? or And are they effective? Not that I know of. I, I know you can... Uh... Spray your clothes with certain things, you know, that will protect from the tips. Uh, we do have the, the bug out stuff. It's that fine mesh of pants, jackets, or the head, the net that goes over your, you know, over your hat and head. Right. Uh, that'll keep away all kinds of nets. Matter of fact, uh, guys who go to Canada for bear hunts and that, yep. they got to wear this stuff. They'd be eaten alive. So you got by like the a bugs. mesh thing that goes over the, the head. The, well, they got There's a jacket, pants. Head. Okay, that's kind of what yeah, I'm talking about. The whole about. suit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do have those. Yeah. Is it in like a camel pattern that the No, it's just hunting? green. It's just it's green. Just, it's just, just green, yeah. And it's a mesh kind of a thing. Yeah, it's and they a would real that, fine like, mesh. You could put yeah. that over your camel, basically? O- over your clothes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can put it. A lot of people, uh, when they go out where, let's say if uh, you were fishing on Winnebago when one of the fly hatches is out or the bugs, you Oh, know? yeah, I was on... Uh, 
Door County last year. Yeah. Holy Whoa. cow. That's cr- they oh. started driving me nuts. They start getting in your nose and your yeah, mouth you're breathing and your them ears. In. I, and oh, they'd, it's terrible. they'd be in like black swarms when yeah. it's flat calm. And, and the best so, thing we had was when the breeze came up yeah. and started to give us some relief. Yeah. So the best thing is these uh, these nets that go over your head. Yeah. And then you tighten it around the neck, you know, and then they don't, you don't, you're not breathing them in and you're not getting in your nose and your eyes and all that. Although that I've those are really a, nice. I actually got an old net. Uh, I didn't lose um, it. That has like some little like rubber, like a rubber elastic kind of thing yeah. that I can put under my armpit, and then I can put it around right. my head. Yeah, yeah. And tuck it into my shirt. shirt yeah. I'm gonna take that on the boat. Yeah, you should year. put that and in your boat. Just in case those swarms of gnats. Come oh, those are start, terrible. Start making you crazy. Yeah, and you're right. There. Did you ever see those, Jeff? Big black clouds. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean they're. Especially on Winnebago, they get them, and on the Bay of Green Bay, oh, it's terrible. I'm well, up they, in Door County all the time, yeah. so I've so been, you've seen them, and you've oh, seen yeah. the fly hatches too, uh, like the biting flies, Are the ones all the time, the, the, oh. the ankle biters. Yeah, I hate those. And the ankle biters, you can spray. They're, they're, uh, I'm always getting bit in the in the sock. Yeah, you know, right through socks, the sock, right through, right through them. the sock. They want to go. F- do they like the smell of the ankle, or do they know that's a hard place for you to swat them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The damn little buggers. <laughs> I don't know, but and you'll spray yeah. your socks, and the spray works to a degree, but yeah. it doesn't totally, totally work. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to the point in Canada years ago, I was spraying the sides of my boat because I noticed those little things when they were resting in between attacks right. on my ankles, right. they'd all be resting. They were kind of like, planes on the carrier right at rest getting ready to launch for another attack and the sides of my boat was the carrier right so right. i started spraying the sides of my and boat. and you said that worked right it seemed to help yeah it helped yeah, yeah I, I was eliminating their yeah. carriers yeah well, listen we got to go to a break coming up next is the gut report and i've got an email from our friend tex in the big rig we'll tell you about that St- uh, steelhead He's got a question about steelhead and that and uh, a few other things he mentions in his email. But we'll get to that and much more right after this. You are listening to Sports Radio 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Sitting in for Nick Bodie is the Polish pipe bomb. It's hard to say that fast. Uh, did he come up with that Jeff or did they call you that? Someone else. No, but, Tim Allen came up yeah, with that. Okay, that's not that. just something no, not bad me. that Tom came up with. <laughs> okay, all right, it's okay. All right, all right we'll be right back, we'll roll folks. with it. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. You know, whenever you go out for breakfast in the morning, they always ask you, do you want hash browns or American fries? A lot of people love hash browns. I prefer the hash browns myself. And I like making them at home. And it's so easy to make hash browns at home. You'd use a tablespoon of oil or a tablespoon of butter, either one. You grate one medium or large potato. You got to grate it up. And then uh, you heat, heat up the oil and butter and then place the grated potatoes in the pan, flatten them out. And you can add, if you want, some diced onions and green peppers, if you like. But you brown them on both sides, flip them onto your plate, add a little salt and pepper, and it's you're good to go. It's so simple to make your hash browns at home. And, boy, I'm even thinking about that. I just might have some tomorrow. Anyway, <laughs> the gut report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where, you're fine, where you'll, you will find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. 
For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Welcome back, Skipper Buds. Skipper Buds, cutting edge outdoors. Thank you, Tom, for that gut report. And uh, how's that low carb diet going for you now, buddy? Uh, it, it 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 was going good for a while. Kind of got off it, yeah. So you know, it it, it comes and goes. Hey, we got to be. I noticed most of your recipes include heavy carbs. I know they do. Well, let's face it, that's the good stuff, you know? Okay, hey, uh, we got an email from Tex in a Big Rig. He says, Good morning, boys. Hey, Tex. Uh, could you ask the listeners that fish for steelhead in the Great Lakes tributaries what they use for bait and techniques? Always looking for new tips. And then he says, Tom, I thought of you the other day. I've been driving down Highway 100 in the semi getting around the highway closure and saw Sherpers for the first time. Have a, have a great week, guys. Time to get on the boat. Got time to get the boat out of storage. So, okay, well, that's right, Tex. Now's the time. Tex, and, Tex drove right by our studio then because he was right over here on Highway yeah, 100. Yeah. So, uh, Tex, when see you the saw towers. Sherpers on the right, okay, just go up a little bit. Further. Grange. Yeah, and you'd see Grange, and you'd see the towers on the yeah, left. Yeah, and you just go the, west on Grange. Blinking red lights with the hawk yeah. with the hawk on top. Yeah, but yeah. There's usually a some type of hawk up there. Yeah, usually yes. there's a lot of them usually around here. Yeah, it's good perch. You know, when it comes to uh, the steelhead in the rivers, I know they're they're you know out on the big lake, and whether it be in the harbor or just outside the harbor, they're getting lake trout and browns, but they're also getting the occasional steelhead. And those will come up while we, while we did have a good rain, so there should be some steelhead up in the rivers now. Uh, a little, another good rain, and we should have some more steelhead up in the yeah, rivers. Yeah, I'll be honest, Tex, the, the steelhead, the elusive steelhead has never been Danny Bush's forte. I've, I'd go in the spring when I lived in Green Bay, and I'd, I'd try and I'd read about it, and so off I'd go to... Uh, one time I think I went to, what is it, the East and West Twin River by Michicot and Shoto, I believe, and I waited out there, and I could actually see, Tom, a couple of uh, rainbows uh, spawning right yeah. there at my yeah. feet, and I, I'd try the drifting of the spawn sack. Back then, all you read about was drifting spawn sacks, but all I ever got were snags drifting well, spawn sacks, and they totally ignored my spawn sack. Well, when, though, that is a good good bait to use for the steelhead you know, in the spring, yeah, that is a good. Well, bait. a lot of guys use uh, little flies as well. Yeah, they'll use that. Marsh marshmallows, bright colored, colored little, marshmallows uh, are good. Yeah, bright colored little yeah. fly. And now the biggest, and a lot of these guys go to specialized equipment mm-hmm. where they'll go with super long rods. I'm mm-hmm. talking ten feet long, yep. real limber, uh, maybe a tiny little slip. tiny little float. Yep. And they just gotta strategically drift those by. Uh, mm-hmm. the the steelhead, and uh, without spooking them, and you know, it's kind of an art and a science to it. Yeah, it is. And then the guys are fighting them in close quarters. So I've known some guys who did it. Yeah, I I just go and get cold after a couple hours and lose mm-hmm. interest. Yeah, you know, years ago we, you know, I fished. I, I I've been on the Pike River, 
and what's that other river Root. down there? Root River. I've been on the Wisconsin River. I've been on the, I mean, the Milwaukee River, excuse me. I've also done it on the Sheboygan River. Uh, you know, so, you know, I've hit those things, you know, years ago yep. we would do that, uh, especially for the fall run, the fall salmon run, you know, and we did some of the spring stuff too. And, uh, we never had a lot of success, you know, once in a great while. We'd get well, that's what one. I'm talking about. Yeah, I never it, actually yeah. caught one. And there were usually a lot of people, you know, there were quite a few guys. I mean, not, not like your shoulder to shoulder, but there were a number of people out there doing it, you know. So. I know Eric Hadia used to go for him a lot mm-hmm. in the spring. I've mm-hmm. talked to him about that. And they'll go right here in Milwaukee and some mm-hmm. of these parks oh, yeah. and stuff. Oak Creek, uh, there's a uh, yeah. park there. Grand Park. They, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they'll and, go there. Yeah, I've been and in that one, whatever creek that is I'll called. I'll see people though. parked by the golf course um, right up uh, oh. Where I, off, uh, what is it, off Highway 100 towards Capitol Drive? Oh, Menominee? Or? Very few come up there. They don't, okay. That, that's Curry, Curry Park. Now, I but, wonder, since they took the dams out on uh, the uh, river, uh, are, are more of them going to make uh, it up to Mequon? Few, a few will make, yes, yeah, some do make it up. Some do. Not a lot, but some do. But you know, it's funny, you mentioned golf course. One time in the fall, uh, I was golfing Black, Black Wolf Run. And we were on this hole where it, it you could look down and see the Sheboygan River right below you. And right. not that far away, really. I mean, it was only, shoot, right. 20, 30, 40 yards. It was right there. And we were on this elevated tee. And I, as the other guys were teeing off, I'm watching this guy. He's standing in the middle of the river. The, 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 the water's not even up to his knees, maybe up to his knees. Okay? Right. And I'm watching, and he's standing facing one way. His back was to us, and he's casting a fly rod. And... I can see all these fish swimming right behind them. <laughs> and I hollered to the guy. He said, hey, turn around and look behind you. <laughs> and he did. And he looked at me. Oh, my God. They, were, they, were, they weren't where he was cast. <laughs> they were all swimming behind him. I mean, right next to him, within a couple of feet. It was, it was hilarious. Yeah. It was just, and I could have I watched that for hours. You know, it was so cool. Well, you mentioned rivers. Now, <clears throat> from south, they've got the, the root, the pike. Yeah. Then up here we've got what the Milwaukee River. Yeah, and then there's and the Sheboygan. Sheboygan pigeon. Pigeon. East twin, west twin. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a there's a bunch of rivers where they come up, you know. But some of them we are better. We mentioned Kiwani River. Did we mention? That? I don't know. What well, you just did. In Algoma, which is the river that goes into the Algoma. I don't through know. Through Algoma. Wisconsin's got a lot of rivers. And that you can go all the way feed up. Feed in the lake. Yeah. And uh, you know, I probably going to get. More pl- pressure down here. If you were up in the UP, when my brother was in the UP years ago, he used to get some of them, and you got less people hitting those streams up there. Uh, in fact, I know a, a gal who uh, her brother actually uh, lives up in the UP now and is guiding, and uh, he showed me a or she showed me a picture of her brother and just a beautiful trout that he caught. I think last spring he finally got the size that he wanted. So if you're looking for some pristine fishing. Uh, for some steelhead and some remote rivers where you don't have too many meatheads fishing, I would shoot for the UP. Same yeah. if you want to trout fish uh, Lake Superior. My cousin used there to fish for him Lake Superior, north of Duluth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be something when I retire that I might actually start to maybe do. You know, take yeah. the time to take off and, and do it. A guy get, could do get, it today, actually. Get yourself a good pair tomorrow. of waders. Good pair, know, good pair of waders. Good pair of waders, yeah. Go out there and freeze and, it, and walk and try the, for hours. It's the Anape River. Anape. 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 That's it. 
Wow. You know, the Anape River also is Where's that one by, you said? Algoma. Algoma. Okay. The Anape River is also a sleeper for northern pike. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And a buddy of mine used oh. to, years ago in high school, go fish the upper reaches of that, and he'd get, catch some nice pike, too. Really? How about that? Jeff Orlowski, Wealth of Knowledge, Anape River. How'd you, did you look that up on a computer? <laughs> Me? Come on. Come on. I'm a river expert. Good job, Jeff. The Polish rifle came through. Or what are you again? The, the Polish pipe bomb. Pipe bomb. Pipe bomb. <laughs> Polish rifle. That was Ron Jaworski was the Polish yes, rifle. Yeah, that's, that was Ron Jaworski. Who could forget the Polish rifle? <laughs> well, folks, guess what's coming up next? It's the Hornschwaggle. And if you win the prize to the Hornschwaggle, you will get, and that's coming from us. A wonderful. The, from Can the you cutting. say wonderful? As a matter of fact, play that disclaimer now. Wonderful. Play that now, play Jeff. It. Play it, Jeff. Okay, yeah. I will play that I, disclaimer. Yeah. And then I'll tell the people what they'll win. Organized show. The following is paid yeah. commercial programming. The no, content and one. opinions expressed That's do not necessarily reflect yeah. those of W. It doesn't hurt to play that one periodically, yeah. Tom. Well, That's the only one well, here, I I'll tell it. The prize... Uh, the prize contests on the Cutting Edge Outdoors are the sole responsibility of the Cutting Edge Outdoors radio show and its sponsors. Any questions or comments should be directed to the CEO guys at yahoo.com. And if you win one, this prize, it's coming from Carl's Country Markets in Menominee Falls. They're on the corner of Pilgrim and Silver Spring. You'll get a $10 gift certificate if you win the prize. Now, before so. we ask for a collar, if you have one in like the last, you know, month. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Yeah. Eight try weeks. and, uh, try and, yeah, don't call because we want to give more people a chance to play and more people yeah. to win. Um, All right. So, yeah. Danny's got his question, his comments ready or his statements ready. So be a caller at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. We'll be right back with the Hornschwaggle. And roll. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for listening, you guys. Uh, hey, Tom, earlier when we opened the show, you said thanks for turning on your radio. Nobody turns on their radio at 6. They got the old clock radio, Tom. They just set the thing for 6 o'clock, and all of a sudden the music comes on. I mean, our show comes on, right? If you say so, Danny. Does anybody still have clock radios? I don't. I, I use my phone now. Remember like the movie Groundhog Day where Bill Murray kept waking up each day to the station? Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're at our... I was going to say, who we got? Larry Mundello. No, we've got Paul Anderson on the line. We're going to play the Hornschwaggle. Good morning, Paul. Hey, good morning. I Hi, got Paul. Radio. Yeah, do you? Yep. Okay, so do you like set it so at 6 o'clock, boom, we come on, or do you manually turn it on? Well, it goes to the coast to coast, and then it, when I get up, I turn you on. Hey, I listen to coast to coast all night long myself. Yeah, yeah, today they were talking about Twilight Zone episodes last night, so that was, yep. that was good. Yep. So anyway, here we go. You know how this works. I'm going to make the statement if I'm uh, pulling your leg, it's a hornschwaggle. If I'm speaking the truth, it's no hornschwaggle. And uh, now we, you can win two prizes. You got the uh, gift certificate, uh, which I'm $10 uh, certificate for Carl's Country Meats, which I'm holding in my hand here. And uh, then we've got the uh, prize package from our good friends at uh, Baitmate Coleman Insect Repellent. So here we go. Monkeys, 
The world's biggest monkey is the Zimbabwe white howler monkey. Hornswoggle? That's a hornswoggle. <laughs> okay, that's good. I never heard of that one. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, bears. Let's talk bears. Uh, both female and male bears are very protective of the cubs. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. The male yeah, bears will so. actually kill them. Yeah, I didn't think Because so. they want to keep breeding the females. Yeah. So they'll actually try and wipe some cubs out. Yeah. So they, uh, yeah, because. Yeah, I think uh, female bears normally only mate every two, every other year because of the cub factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. no wonder bears are angry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. Especially the male bears. Male bears are <laughs> looking a little They're bit really frustrated angry. as they tear down that bird feeder. By God. Okay. All right. So you're two for two. Let's see if you would have got the third. Uh, genetically, well, brown bear and grizzly bear for many years were considered different species, even by like Boone and Crockett and so forth. Uh, but genetically speaking, they've discovered that they're basically identical. Now they just kind of call them coastal brown bears and inland brown bears. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? No hornswoggle. Hey, Very good. Right. The grizzly bear right. is the inland, and right. they don't grow quite as large as the coastal, coastal that are feeding yep. on fish and everything. So now you got a choice. Um you can either get, uh, from our good friends out at Baitmate Coleman, you can either get a first aid kit. They offer a handy little first travel first aid kit you can throw in your boat, your truck, whatever. Uh, or if you want, you can get a combination of a uh, Baitmate fish attractant and Coleman insect repellent. What do you think? The combination. Combination. Okay. So, uh, and again, we can request it if you don't exactly get what it is, they'll send what's available, so we can't guarantee, but we can request what you're asking yeah. for, depending on. And they normally have pretty much everything. Uh, what flavor bait, mate? What do you fish for? Walleye. They got all kinds of different flavors, just about every fish you can think of. Oh, let's go with whatever for muskies. Okay, that'd so be, that, would that would be, be the game, game fish. fish. The okay, game fish. yeah, that's what I use is the game fish. Okay, we'll get you the game fish. And as far as the Coleman insect repellent, I believe off the top of my head, they got 20%, 40%, 100% DEET, or they've got totally DEETless. What do you What do you like for the repellent? 40%. 40% with the DEET. Okay, so here's okay. the deal. I will be mailing the Carl's Country Market uh, certificate to you directly, and then I forward your information to our good friends at Baitmate. So then they, you know, will get that out separately. So if they don't both show up together, don't panic. And uh, you should get your package within a decent amount of time. And uh, thanks for listening, Paul. Hey, sounds good. Love the show. All thanks, right. Thanks, Paul. buddy. Tell okay. a friend. Bye now. All righty. Um, righty. He did pretty good on those. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned about the, the brown bear that you had in there. I was just talking. I forget who it was. I was just talking to somebody uh, this past week, and they asked me, they said, is a brown bear the same as a grizzly bear? No, no. He said they're they're two different bears. And I said no. As far as I know, they're the same bear, but one's like closer to the ocean and one's in more inland. You know, I mean, I didn't know exactly that they called them coastal and inland, but I knew you know, like the ones on the Aleutian Islands and that. Those are some big the bad Kodiak, boys. The yeah. Kodiak Islands and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, those yeah, are they, some big yeah, boys. Yeah, genetically, they're basically the same. same. I think yeah. Ursus horribilis, I believe, is the Ursus Latin horribilis. Name. Yeah, Ursus. Oh. And uh, oh, want to yeah. know what the polar bear is? Uh, sure. Ursus arctos. 
Ursus Arctos. Oh, the Arctos is for the Arctic. Yeah, huh? I'm a genius. <laughs> Wait a second, I'm the guy. I'm, I'm the guy who told you. I'm the genius. <laughs> Polish rifles laughing over here. <laughs> oh goodness me! Well, we got a bunch of stuff coming up in the second hour. Uh, we're gonna be talking some crappy fishing. We or, did that last week. Well, we got to do a little more? bit more because people are out. Catching crappies right now. Yeah, no, they're catching crappies right now. Full of crappie here. So, well, we might have uh, we might have to talk to a caller before the update. I think we we might have enough time. I would like to talk some. Got a minute? We got a minute? Yeah, something like that. How's your week, Tom? Yeah, Yeah, just got a minute and ten. Let's uh, hear from Lance. Lance, what's up? Hey, Lance, what's going on? Uh, Not too much. I have a question for you or your listeners. Gotcha. I heard about some stuff that you can put on your clothes to repel ticks. Yeah, I know. The last like twenty washings or. Yeah, I've heard about that too. Yeah. And I was wondering if you or somebody listening would know what the name of that product is. I wish I knew, but I tetracycline. I don't no. know. It's a. It. The only thing what I've what I hear. My brother was telling me about it. You got to be real careful with that stuff. You do not want to get it on your skin. From what I understand, really strong, eh? You, yeah, you got to yeah. be super careful. But yeah, it, it you apply that to your clothes, but don't get it on your skin. Yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe one of our listeners can give us a call. Yeah. Seven nine nine twelve fifty when we come back from break here. So stay right. tuned. I'm sure yeah, one of our too, one of our greatly knowledgeable you, listeners will call. All right. Thanks, Lance. Thank you. Take care, well, Lance. It is now time here on the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors for the sports update with the Polish Pipe Bomb. Polish. Jeff Orlovsky. Jeff Orlovsky. Wonder. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Aboard! Ha, ha, ha! You're on the crazy train! Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. That Nick. Hey, good morning, folks. It is a beautiful morning. It's sunny out. The weather is decent. It's a nice day to take uh, the free fishing kids clinic at all the different parks and lagoons. And uh, I think we got my son Nick on the line, don't we? Uh, this isn't Nick. This is Jr. Oh, okay. I thought Nick was calling right away. Okay. J- Good morning, Jr. Morning, gentlemen. What's up? Okay. The, you had mentioned about this liquid you put on your clothes. And, yeah, permethrin. Well, I have another product. I bought it at the big box store. Yeah. It's company Sawyer. Yeah. Premium insect repellent. Yeah. And it says it's good uh, for up to 42 days or six washings. Okay. It wow. was about, uh, I don't know, it was around, it was under $20 as I remember. It's a big, huge bottle. 
Okay. It's, a, it's like an aerosol spray. Well, that... yeah, it's a spray. Yeah, exactly. It's a big old aerosol spray bottle. And you it's spray insect repellent. And it says spray directly on clothes, but yes, I'm. Yes. It, but it gives you warnings. Do not. Yes, do not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't don't suck the vapors in yeah. and drive. <laughs> but but let me let me tell you something else, and and I don't take credit for it. It's another buddy of mine. We are, we're in the woods a lot in the spring, cutting trees and such. It sounds stupid, but and it, it can be very hot, but. I have a pair of silk long underwear, white. You put that on underneath your regular clothes. Okay. You tuck it into your white socks. You, you know, you've got the pants and the long sleeve shirt. Right. So if ticks get on you, they can't bite through it, and it's white. So when you're done for the day, you can get those ticks and you can see them right away. Okay? That's not that's a, a bad good idea. idea. Good and idea. That's in the white silk or even any kind of white. Long johns, right. long underwear. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's going to be kind of hot, but it's still, you're out there sweating in the woods half the time anyway. What's the diff? Right. And uh, you could even probably go with a white long sleeve underwear like or t- top, you know, maybe yeah, an well, Under Armour type thing. Well, that's what I have. Yeah. I have yeah. The white, top and on yeah. The, bottoms. the yeah. white Under Armour that's type thing good you idea. work out in. And then, because otherwise, man. You know, once they get on Tom's hairy back here, you can't see those little suckers. Yeah. Where do you get this hairy back from? Where does he get this from? <laughs> I'm sorry, well, Tom. Okay, wait. Well, thanks Tom. for calling. We hey, appreciate the info. Keep up the good work. Take Thank care. you. Buddy. Well, we got somebody on the line now Just who actually record, uses this stuff. Tom does not have a hairy back. No, my three. Uh, speaking about hairy back, belly. That's another story. <laughs> there's a hairy back on the line right now. It's my son Nick. Good morning, well, like Nick. Father like son. Hey. hey guys, how's it going? Hey, Good. how are you, Nick? Yeah, you, uh, yeah. you and your two brothers, you guys got hairy backs. Uh, not like my one brother. No, no, <laughs> not like the one brother. He's well, my, let me ask you, Nick. The youngest brother's got a rug on his back. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing your pops never even takes his shirt off in the boat anymore. No, no, no. I haven't seen that in a, in a long time. <laughs> I don't want to scare people. There could be pregnant women yeah. on the lake. <laughs> now, I don't want to. <laughs> listen, I got to tell you guys, we get it off the subject, sorry, Nick, but I was fishing oh, years yeah. back with a buddy of mine, and uh, he used to be in great shape. He had all the girls after him, but he had gained a lot of weight over the winter, lots mm. of weight. So we're fishing on that goofy slough down there near Madison. Oh, yeah, goofy slough. Yeah, goofy slough. And I took my shirt off. <laughs> And uh, no, I didn't take my shirt off, but he took his shirt off. And so basically he's white. Oh, yeah. And not so. And yeah, he not so buff. Yeah. And these girls, young girls drove by in a car and they yelled out from the highway. (laughs) (laughs) And I was laughing in the back of the boat and he totally ignored me. I, I know he's thinking, Bushy, you blankety blank, blank, blank. And I just couldn't help but I, I said, hey, they like you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, Nick, what's the name of this stuff? Uh, the, it's an insecticide called permethrin. And you and, view, and you use it, right? I've used it for the last handful of years. My father-in-law turned me on to it. He said he started looking. They make some hunting clothes that have this stuff in it already. Yeah. It's pretty expensive. And um, he just started looking what the active ingredient it was. And you can actually buy this stuff on Amazon. And Bushy, you are right. It is super, super potent. You do not want to get it on your skin when you, while you're applying it. So what it is is one ounce of permethrin to 74 ounces of water. And the best way to do it is to mix up a batch in a five-gallon um, five bucket, soak your hunting clothes, let them dry, 
and then you're good. You can put it on. It can touch your skin. You'll be fine. Um, and it's good for if you wash your hunting clothes. Like sometimes I'll just, you know. Right. Hang them up. up. I've got, yeah, hang them outside, air them out, whatever. But if you actually throw them in the wash machine with the scentless soap and everything, it's supposed to be last for six washes, it says. Wow. So permethrin, that's the stuff. Yeah, and go figure. You can buy this insecticide on Amazon. And I actually just ordered another bottle of it. So, and it lasts a very long time, yeah. So I'm thinking if you do it, you want to spray it outside in no, a he well. Said, he said soak it. Oh, yeah. you soak it in yeah, the stuff? Yeah, and ins- well, The number one way is a five-gallon bucket and mix up the, you know, with the right formula. Okay. Soak it, hang it out. But yeah. what I do as well is I take those spray bottles. 32-ounce spray bottles, and I make a quick one up, and I'll spray, like, my boots and this and that, and I hang it outside. Okay. So you can soak it or spray it. Yeah. I sprayed it this last time, yeah. Maybe wear rubber gloves and stuff. Oh, yep. I wear the neoprene gloves. I do not want to get that on my hands. So you, uh, and what, but once you hang it out and dry it, then it's okay to put the clothes on. It's fine, and it also is scentless. You cannot smell it. Yeah. Um, That's another thing. And it works, huh? It Last year, I thought for sure I'd get some ticks on me because I was hunting a lot more since I'm back in Wisconsin now. And I didn't have one tick on me all season. I hunted a lot, too. So Yeah, you are uh, out in the woods a lot. It, it sounds like kind of a lot of trouble to go through, but if you're going to be in the woods a lot, and it's probably less trouble than having Lyme disease. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now yeah, It's worth it. Yeah, let me ask you now. Now, next weekend, Easter weekend, you're going to be turkey hunting, right? I am. I'll and, be hunting. Uh, I'll be out in the woods Friday, Saturday, and part of Sunday. What? Uh, yeah. While well, me and your other brother will be, uh, your older brother will be fishing on Sunday. Oh, but anyway, you're going to shave his back. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to use uh, a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a John Deere. Yeah. Um, now, what what county do you uh, turkey hunt in? Um, this one, will, I'll be hunting in Marquette County. Oh, Marquette County. Who do you know up there? Uh, my father-in-law. Yeah, somebody that Bob knows, or is uh, it? Yeah, yeah, he knows somebody that we got some permission. In okay. To on some land, yeah. And and you've seen turkeys there before while deer hunting? Oh yeah, there's so many of them. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I know where that. This is get one. this is that place by Montello. Uh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I once knew a fellow from Montello. Okay. <laughs> so, well, you better bring home a turkey because uh, we were talking about this last week. I've never had wild turkey. It's uh, I've never had it either. I've had the, the wild turkey jerky that it was made. Yeah. I guess they cut the breast, turkey breast off. They inject it with, like, all their yeah. Cajun and all that kind of stuff and throw it on the grill, and apparently it's super good. Well, you're gonna are you going to throw that on your grill and invite oh, us yeah. over? Okay. Yeah. Good. Yep. Okay. You, I'm holding you to that. You're on the radio, so. Okay. Yeah, we got it. We got this taped. <laughs> All right, Nick. Well, thanks for calling. All right, you guys take it easy. All right, we'll see you in about an hour. All right. All right. Thanks, Nick. Bye. Yeah, you know Nick does. He does a lot of hunting. Uh, all kinds of hunting. You know, he hunted in Arizona a lot. Hunts up here. Right. Well, he'd come up here every year too, twice a year. Though. Yeah. Didn't he shoot so. the one deer when the head he, a couple of years he ago? He brained it with an arrow. Did, I, did you ever hear that about that? I did not. You don't? He's uh, up in a tree, and I had told him earlier, I had told him that year earlier, I said, you should really practice with your bow, like set up a tree stand in your in your backyard or mm-hmm. get on your garage roof and shoot down, shoot downward. Well, he didn't, and he's up in a tree, and this 10-point uh, buck is right in front of him, like 15 yards away. 
and he shoots, and it goes over its back, misses it. It's high, right? It goes over its back. But the deer didn't run away. It just looked around like, hey, what's that? You know, what's going on here? Anyway, so he cocks another arrow, boom, shoots it again, right over its back again. Now the deer takes like two steps, and it's angled a little bit, so it's like on a 45-degree angle away from him. He's still got a good kill shot, so he puts another arrow in it and lets it fly. He's still shooting high, though, and it hit it right in the brain, and he said it wobbled and fell right over. He said he brained him, and he was out like a light right away. Boom. Wow. So then they did the the uh, European mount where they bury the skull yeah. and let it sit for a year or so, a year, yep. two years, yep. whatever. So we dug it up. When we dug it up, he shook it, and the broadhead was still inside the uh, skull. <laughs> how come I never have? If I ever shoot at a deer and miss, boom, gone. Just, yeah, I the never, deer run away. I yeah. never get any of that. In fact, years ago on land that I now own on my wealthy estate in Douglas County, before I owned it many years ago, there was a guy who went down and there's a little maple knoll and there's an old tree stand they put up and some guy, local farmer, was sitting there and shot a monster buck. It was during the rut. He had put out some of the some kind of a buck lure, and he said the buck come walking out of the thick stuff. He shot and missed. It left. It came back. Finally, the third time it came back, he got it. He said oh. it just kept kind of circling yeah. and, and wanted to keep coming back. Well, that that, that never happens yeah. to me. The ten pointer that anyone Nick... I shoot as in the next county. <laughs> yeah, the the ten pointer that Nick brained. He uh, he said that he thinks that why it didn't run away because it was tired because. He was watching him for quite a while, chasing doe back and forth in front of him and around him and all over it. He said he, I, he said he thought thought he was just damn tired, <laughs> you know, from chasing these doe around, and that's why he didn't run away, you know, when he missed them the first two times. <laughs> so now he's hunting on his father-in-law's. Uh, no, that's this is he... some people that uh, his father-in-law knows that have a farm. Up this in is... Marquette County. But his father-in-law's got land up in Price County it's always that good. they've hunted up See, there. Here was, That's where he's I'm... going for his bear. Here's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a, a woman who's got a father with lots of land, the father-in-law with lots of hunting land. As long as he's a it's nice father It's kind of like the old joke, you know, where they say, looking for a woman, boat, blah, 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 and oh, yeah. please send picture of boat. Yeah. Speaking of getting married, Tom. Uh-oh. Young gal, gal that I work with is getting married... Uh, Katie O'Connor teaches with me. Congratulations. She got engaged recently. So being as she got engaged, of course, me being the old smart aleck guy, I had to give her some, you know, advice. Here. How long is this going to take? Well, hours. You're going to well, start waving stuff we and got, throwing stuff at my head? Because we got to go to a break. Okay, I mean, when I come back. You we'll want to do back. it right okay. after the break? Okay, right. that'll give Bushy ample time. To go through, you nothing must, worse than you waving hey, at me when you, we got five minutes yeah. left and you're acting like there's ten no, seconds. No, no, we're actually a little behind, but uh, we want to give Bushy all the time he needs for his marital advice. Here Is that go. what you're giving? I guess so. We'll wait and see. He's smiling. All right, folks, we'll be right back with more of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. Jeff Orlovsky on the boards. We'll be right back. And now, folks, it is time for the marriage counseling advice from Mr. Daniel Bush. Mm -mm -mm. So, 
Let me get a pen and paper. Okay, write this. So anyway, I gave this. I got, well, it was more or less just kind of giving her words of wisdom, some facts of life, so she'd know what she was getting into uh, getting married. So here we go. A woman worries about the future until she gets a husband. A man never worries about the future until he gets a wife. Uh, a woman marries a man expecting he will change, but he doesn't. A man marries a woman expecting that she won't change, but she does. Uh, a wife will dress up to go shopping, water the plants, empty the trash, answer the phone, read a book, and get the mail. A husband dresses up for weddings and funerals. Uh, husbands wake up as good-looking as, as they were when they went to bed. Is that right? <laughs> Wives somehow deteriorate during the night. Uh, a wife knows all about her children. She knows about dentist appointments, romances, best friends. A husband is vaguely aware of some short people living in the house. Uh, a married man should forget his mistakes. There's no use in two people remembering the same thing. <laughs> and women do remember for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> a wife has the last word in any, in any, any argument. <laughs> Anything a husband says after that is the beginning of a new argument. A uh, husband has six items in the bathroom. Toothbrush, toothpaste, shaving cream, razor bar, soap, and a towel. A wife has 68 items, of which a husband is only able to identify about five. And let's see. Oh, why it's good to be a guy. Tux rental, $100. Wedding dress, $5,000. So those were some of the, that's some of the advice I gave her. Okay. Some of the advice. Well... Want to know the difference when guys go out versus girls? Here we go. Okay. If Laura, Kate, and Sarah go out for lunch, they will call each other Laura, Kate, and Sarah. If Dan, Jim, and Tommy go out, they call each other Bushy, Fatty, and Wilson. When the bill arrives, Bushy, Fatty, and Wilson will each throw in a 20, even though the bill's only $32.50. When the girls get their bill, out come the pocket calculators. <laughs> Pretty much true. When guys go out, everybody will just throw the money on the table. Say, yeah. Oh, whatever. I you don't worry about the change. Yeah, you whatever. don't figure it out exactly. Not figuring out exactly. Well, you had a salad. Yeah. With the croutons. Yeah. So your bill's 50 cents more. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, we do have uh, email, Danny. This comes from Marty. Hey, guys. And by the way, you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Last week, you were wondering how a guy from Michigan was listening to your show. I found it on the TuneIn radio app years ago. I searched for art outdoor shows in the search part of the app, and a number of outdoor shows came up. Then within the last year, I went to listen to your show on TuneIn radio, and your station was gone. I scrambled to search for your show and station and found the station was on the radio.com app. That's the best place to go to listen. Right, Jeff? Radio.com app. Absolutely. All the shows are on there. Yeah. And, and that's, that is how I came to listen to your show. And I have always lived in Michigan. So there's another Michigan. Anyway, now he says, got another one. It says, hey, guys, I was just curious how you fish mini mites. Wait a minute. Are we, didn't we talk about this last week? Do you just tie them under a slip bobber? Do you use any bait on them? At, Thank look, you. Look at the date on the email. Yeah. No, this is a new one. It was just this morning, yeah. You sure? Oh, wait a minute. March 29th. No, yeah, that's yeah, we're uh, we're in April, Tom. Yeah, this is uh, 
Well, okay. Well, how did this email just <laughs> pop up? Why did this pop up now? Two days short of the middle of April. Today is what? The 13th, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two days away from the worst day of the year, tax day. Oh. Yeah. Hey, and it's not oh. Easter weekend this weekend. It's next weekend. Next oh, week. hey. We got. We have more emails. Oh, boy. They're coming in hot. Here we are. Here Thank we God go. you got that computer This is working. from Ted. Ted says, there are three rings in a marriage, engagement ring, wedding ring, and suffering. Oh, good one. Hey. Oh, Ted. Good one, Ted. You're a happy camper, yeah, ain't you? that's ya? good. Suffering. I know all about it. Send any more that you got. Uh, and Adam, Adam, oh, wait a minute. Here, we got some photos, too. It says, good morning, fellas. I was wondering if you had any reliable ice reports from the Northwoods. Rumors are and conflicting reports on social media don't help me at all. Thanks. Uh, see the see you at Mistake on the Lake. Oh, yeah. Okay, Adam. Attached is a picture for Bushy. I'm sure it stands true today. I don't know. Well, we'll download them both. We'll see what pictures he's sending us. Fish. Well, and it's for Bushy. Turkeys. I don't know. Uh, picture of a pine tree. Okay. Okay, Tom. Oh, what is this? Your software is out of date. What? Update now. God. What is this stuff? I don't understand Jeff, this. Jeff, maybe we can stuff. talk about something here. We'll yeah. Well, I, I, I haven't heard any there. reports of uh, fishing up and up north. I, you know, haven't heard. Well, I hear that, that there still is some ice. ice way yeah. up north. Uh, I haven't got any fishing reports now. Perhaps our Boulder Junction connection can give us a call, but aren't they under about three feet of snow right now? Did that big storm hit this week up in northern Wisconsin? Yeah, it did. Yeah. So they're shoveling right now, stuck in a winter wonderland. Here, you'll like this. It shows three men and women couples and, and, and one guy by himself, and they're holding signs. The one man and woman are holding a sign says, expecting. The other man and woman, woman must be the parents of those two, said, they're holding the sign says excited. The other man and woman are holding a sign says engaged. The guy by himself is holding the sign boat. Yeah, <laughs> like it. All right, Good one. That, that's cool. Wow. And we got one other photo We're coming in. Yeah, one other. We got our listeners oh. inspired. Do you remember remember this one where the muskie was caught jumping over the dam over at uh, in Waukesha County? Yeah. Yeah, the muskie's jumping over the dam. Unbelievable. That's, that's crazy. Says, Escaping, Escaping Tony, Tony Evers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've had some uh, really, really good uh, emails. Really good don't ones. Don't worry, old Tony's going to raise those taxes for you. Up, just don't worry. Just don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about yeah. it. Don't Fill worry up your tank. It. Spend as much money. Yeah. Get as much gas. Go, go buy a gas guzzler because the price going up yeah time. and just to remind everybody real quick in this part of the show just want to let people know that uh the, the free fishing kids day at all the different county parks is today start from nine to three you know nice they'll, they'll definitely catch some fish you know oh. where i i don't know if they still raise those fish um you mean at the prison yeah at franklin at the corrections facility in franklin i mean i i did a show there once where i, I saw their whole operation how they were raising like the perch there it was pretty cool i'll have to contact some of my pen pals in the prison and find out if they're raising any fish lately yeah i don't see why they i think they still do though i i kind of think they do but i'm not sure 
I, I appreciate I, all the letters you sent me when I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, I did. <laughs> I didn't forget you. Didn't forget you, Jeff. Yeah, and but, and you got me a yeah. job when I got yeah. out. I yeah, oh. no problem, buddy. Yeah, might you know, even catch you a fish. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Speaking of, uh, speaking of, who does the morning? Being as my radio went on my truck like a year ago, and I can only keep it on one station, which is ISN. That's you know all I can listen to now. Because if I try and change the station, I it might totally lose everything. Uh, who does the morning show here in the morning weekdays now? Uh, Chuck and Bart. Chuck yeah. and Bart. Okay, one of my fellow co-workers told me this week that Chuck and Bart were talking about fishing, and one of them said, we can't even get the guys on a Saturday morning fishing show that. to take us fishing. Now, and, and Chuck said that, and I talked to Chuck, it was about a month ago on the radio, three weeks for a month, because he was mentioning something about the outdoors, and I answered a question for him that he had, he wasn't quite sure. And then he says, hey, you guys going to take me fishing, you know? And I says, yeah, I'll I'll take you. Or he asked me, he said, will you take me bass fishing? And I, he says, I love bass fishing. I said, yeah, I'll take you bass fishing. Oh, okay. I said, we'll get together. We'll okay. definitely take you out. So and we will. That's what yeah. I thought. If they said that, yeah, yeah. We, we'll take and, them out. And now, you know, I talked to Bill Michaels a couple years ago. He, You know, three years. God, that's got to be three or four years ago. And he likes to bass fish a lot, but he doesn't have a lot of time. And I said, hey, Bill, anytime you want to go, just give me a buzz. Well, of course, he never did call to go bass fishing. The man's so busy. You know, you know. I took, I didn't tell you about this, Tom, because I was going to bring him into the studio as a surprise guest. And uh, he probably still will come in. I took uh, Mr. Tom Pippen fishing last, oh, did fishing you? last year. Yeah, he lives, he's retired. He lives out in the Pewaukee yeah, area. Yeah, he did retire, And I see yeah. him now and then. So I talked to him and I said, hey, man, you live out in this area. Why don't you go out musky fishing? And... Uh, he, uh, he went out there with me, and he brought his uh, cameraman, Mick. In fact, Mick had to come back all the way. Of course, Tom's retired. Uh, Mick isn't retired, and he had to drive back after doing a Packer preseason game, so he came back with virtually only three hours of sleep. We went out there trolling, and unfortunately, we didn't get anything. So I was really, you know, I really wanted to get him a fish. So I talked to him a couple of weeks ago, and I said, hey, we're going to get you back out there and fish, and then uh, have him come on the show and talk about it a little That'd bit. That'd be great. But uh, super yeah. nice, super nice guy. Mm -hmm. He nice is. Guy. He is one of the best. Class guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And a man who's got to shave three times a day. <laughs> this his from face a, or does. his back? This from a guy who's got the hairiest back <laughs> in the world. There is, there is they, none on my they back. they got to use a Aaron's lawnmower the, to get through there's, it. There's no hair on my back. We could hire some... If you saw my Pygmies with machetes to walk your back. If you saw my youngest son's back and chest, and oh my God, this kid, he, I mean, really, it's, it's a cross to bear. He's got to shave it like, I don't know, every month and a half, every six weeks. He's got a special thing that shaves it. And, and really, it's a rug. It is a rug. Wait a second. Stop. What? What? I won't say anything. Mike's here. I'm going to be nice to Mike. Okay. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Mike. Hi, Mike McGivern. <laughs> yep. He's got a nice faith-zoned hoodie on. He's got a good Christian. Yeah, there, 1250 on there. That's nice. Hey. He's, yeah, all there's right. A, there's a true good guy, too. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, there's a special tool to shave your back that your son I, uses? I guess so. There's something special. Would he duct tape a razor to a yardstick? I, <laughs> I thought that was called your wife. I don't know. He doesn't have a wife, so no. He's got to do it himself. 
Anyway, we got to go to a break. Did you put duct tape on your back and rip it off? <laughs> Just rip it I, no. off. No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. Take us to a break, Jeff. <laughs> Let's get out I of think here. It would work. <laughs> Let's get out of here. If you need more marriage advice, just call us at 799-1250. Otherwise, we will be talking some crappy fishing coming up next. Welcome back <laughs> to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. One last joke before we go to the older junk. You're talking about shaving your back? No, another I good, was not talking about shaving Another good reason my... to be a guy. Another good reason to be a guy. Mustaches are optional. Okay, and with that, we've got Dennis, Boulder Junction Connection. Hey, Dennis, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you this morning? So you still got ice up there in Boulder Junction? Yes, we do. Believe it or not, we have anywhere from 14 to 19 inches of ice on the lakes. Really? Now, yeah. we, we had an email before, or, a, a yeah, a guy wanted to know uh, what's going on fishing-wise up north because he's been hearing conflicting reports. But up by you, you got plenty of ice, huh? we got a lot of ice. Now, you got to be careful. When I say we're in Bylas County, Oneida County, you get the Tomahawk area, or maybe use Highway 8. Use Highway 8 as a divider line. Anything south of that would be very questionable if there's safe ice. Anything north, you still have ice, but you still have to be careful on these lakes because the shorelines are starting to break up, and you're getting these large holes that appear when the ice starts melting where you got to be careful when you're walking out there, but it's still safe. I was out the other night, and we had at least 16 inches of ice where we were fishing, and that's I don't think we're going to get ice out of here until July, July first or second, I think. Yeah. What about uh, what about snow cover? We got a, we did not get all that snow they were predicting up here. We got about four to three to four inches, maybe five inches in some spots. Yeah. Rhinelander, Rhinelander got about ten inches, and then you get south and the turn to uh, Wausau area got a, a good dumping of snow, but it was a very uh, 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 snow affected short small areas. I mean, yeah, okay. Here. And did not uh, you did not get that total blanket all over our snow. And then we had rain on top of it. And now uh, this morning it's kind of a crusty, icy pile of stuff. So okay. So, so did you do any good fishing when he went out last night? We did not. That was the other night. Last night oh. we didn't go the other night. I should have said two nights ago. The wind was blowing so hard, it was hard to follow the lines and get the bites. We caught some perch, but uh, the crappies are going usually in the morning, uh, and the crappies will vary from being a foot and a half off the bottom to right below the ice, and we're fishing about 8 to 10 feet of water. So that's where we're finding the crappies, but every obviously different lakes are going to find different conditions. Right, but, uh, right. But uh, the, pan, the crappie fishing really is the big thing right now, crappie and panfish. And we were catching some dandy bluegills and crappies here in some of the area lakes around the Boulder Junction area, and even south uh, down down to about Manaqua, uh, maybe a little bit further south than that. But after that, you got to be very careful because the shorelines are starting to go. Okay. But but it's it's a long winter. We need we need warm weather. I don't know where it's coming from or if it's ever going to get here. But uh, it's been everybody's kind of tired of the white stuff. Well, every people down here are uh, pan fishing like crazy. They're walleye fishing on the rivers. They're catching crappies and bluegills and that on the lakes. So things are uh, really starting to pop down here. It's 
Oh, yeah, and, you, and, you're, and you're ice fishing up there. <laughs> We're ice fishing up there. You know, that's amazing, Tom and, and Dan, when you're, you're talking about the distance of the state, how, how the conditions change from one end to the other. Yeah, and, really. And, uh, really, I was down in, in Rapids area uh, two weeks ago, and they were on the river. They were all over with boats. It was a nice scene. You know, you get to see blue water, and you see boats out on the lake or in the rivers. Uh, it, was, it was really nice to see that. But now we're back up here in the frozen tundra. Yeah, well, well, Dennis, uh, it won't be too much longer. You'll have open water. I, I certainly hope so, and I'll be happy, and I'll call you and let you know I'm, I'll be have a big smile on my face. <laughs> All right, Dennis. We'll talk okay, to you later. Guys. See you, Dennis. All right, bye now. That was our Boulder Junction connection, Dennis Royce. And uh, speaking of crappies down here, uh, talking to several people this week, uh, last weekend, I mean, yeah, it was a little chilly at times. Yeah, I mean, it actually, was, actually, no, those days were pretty nice. Last weekend, and uh, they they catching crappies on the area lakes. They're catching them in shallow water. Uh, now it's funny how some areas they were catching fish where you think they would be, and they weren't. And but then they were fishing in other areas where, hey, look at there's crappies here. You know, so it's kind of like one of those things. Like give you an example, like on an Okachi Lake, uh, this guy and his buddy went into. Uh, 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 What's what's the name of that uh, bay, Danny? Stumpy Bay. Yep. Went into Stumpy Bay, didn't catch a thing. Go over to Crane's Nest Bay, eh, I got a couple. They go into Ice House Bay, nothing. They go to Bay 5, oh, yeah, we caught some nice ones there. So it's like, you know, it's it's a hit or miss thing. You got you to gotta move around for them and look for them, and hopefully you find them, you know. So anyway, and that was uh, that's what uh, I'm going to be doing next week, Sunday. So... Actually, next week, Sunday, then, I mean, next week, Saturday, I, yeah, I won't have a report for you yet because well, uh, we're going on Sunday. I was going to leave uh, tomorrow and head up to uh, Door County, but uh, weather conditions, and from what I hear, there's still ice yeah, up on the some, bay. Yeah, some floaters. And, yeah. yeah, so I'm going to not do that, but I'm half tempted uh, because today I go and Pick up world famous boat, White Jaw, and I'm gonna get ready to fish. Uh, I'm thinking of doing the Milwaukee Harbor for the Browns. Have you heard yeah. anything? Yeah, uh, Browns and Lake Trout, uh, some steelhead. Yes, they're not just in the harbor, but just outside the harbor. Um, How- the guys. Now, this is what they say: you gotta you gotta turn on the locator and and look for them. Actually, watch for them on the locator. Drop down your uh, either a, a, a uh, blade bait, so or those or, are for the jiggers. Yeah, and this is all jigging. These guys are doing. They're they're not they're not trolling. They're they're mainly jigging. They're using the blade baits and they're using the Kalen's. Uh, uh, what do they call Lunker that? Or grub? No, no, that minnow thing. Uh, oh, I can't think of the name of it. It Oops. looks no. It looks like a minnow, but there's a special name they got for it. Oh, seven nine nine twelve fifty. Help me out, folks. The name of that and help and, me, and, Mr. Yeah, Wizard. And they're using like quarter ounce, three eighths ounce jigs, and uh, yeah, and they're 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 just casting them See, and working them, and they're catching. But fish. here's my question: It's always turns right off when they have when it after the rain and it gets all muddy and yeah, crappy oh yeah, down yeah. there. We've just had a lot of rain, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if that harbor's shot because that'll just shut that right down. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm tempted so. to uh, do a do a Tom Newbauer reconnaissance and drive over the Hone Bridge. <laughs> you could that's just a, you could that's just a Tom Newbauer type. Uh. 
type fishing report. Yeah, you could just drive back by the Summerfest grounds, you know, underneath the Hone Bridge, and I'm, there's guys fishing there. You know, there'll there'll be people fishing there. There'll be guys out there, whether it's muddy or not. They're always there. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. If anybody wants to give us a call, yeah, and let us know if you've been down there. And what is the name of that Kalen's? Oh, it's called a jerk minnow. I'm sorry, the jerk minnow. Yeah, the jerk minnow. Excellent bait. I've been using that, you know, ever since John Gillespie started promoting those. I put them in the shop, you know, and we've been selling a lot of them. So and I you, started using them, and they work. Yeah. So when you rig it on the jig, do you? Uh, you use a darter head. Darter head. Darter head jig. It's got a long shank on it, and uh, you just rig it up and just jig it. <laughs> it I works. Actually, I actually have some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, Mike Smith at Becky Smith hooked me up with it. Mm-hmm. That, About a year it, ago, I got he got the jigs and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and I've got it in a tackle box, never used. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of like trolling. I don't have a whole lot of patience for sitting yeah. there jigging. See, I don't have the patience for trolling. I'd rather be doing something, you know. I'd rather be casting. Well, when you're trolling, you're doing something. Oh, you're you're, you're driving going, the boat. You're going you're for you're a boat ride. Lines, Jeff might taking, Jeff would like that, right? You just go for a nice boat ride, have I'll a few drive. beers, I'll have drive. A, yeah, you have a few beers, you know, and. Yeah, but hey, listen, I got to tell you real quick that Carl's Country Market out there in Menominee Falls on Silver Spring and Pilgrim Road has live bait right now, wax worms and all the other different kind of worms. Next week, sometime next week, I don't know exactly when, but Sherpers will have live bait as well, wax worms and other types of worms. Uh, I don't know if it's the end of next this coming week or what. I'm not exactly sure, but sometime next week they will have the live bait in there. So, uh, and if you come into Sherpers and Hales Corner, you'll see quite a difference uh, at Hales Corner store because uh, we moved all the fishing f- stuff to the front of the store, and I got to finish moving stuff today. As a matter of fact, so. well, was it last weekend? You guys had the, uh, that all that stuff set out in the parking lot. They and had everything? that. They had that for the last uh, couple weeks. They might even do that this weekend. The parking lot sale. Yeah, yeah, they put all kinds of stuff out there. Sale stuff. Everything that's on sale. You know they put out there and there were some really good deals you know tons so, of people so, out there too sold a lot of bucks jerseys yeah yeah I we bet. Got, yeah they got bucks, oh, jerseys. Got bucks jerseys yeah for like 15 bucks they're, they're they're not the like the actual op- player jersey they're, they're the like a t-shirt with the bucks logos on them you know yeah they're i mean they're uh authorized by Okay, the Bucks I was and all that. Say, I didn't but they're want pretty to get cool. arrested if no, I no, walk no, down no, the no, street. No, 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 no. Not authorized no, by the NBA. No, no, no. We got to go to a break. Hey, we'll be right back, folks. Stay tuned for more. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. The Polish pipe bomb on the boards. We'll be right back. Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for listening. Thanks to all our listeners. We want to thank uh, the police officers out there and the firefighters and both, Tom, male and female police officers. Jelly that is. Or no jelly. And, when I uh, told people about that, they, did you hear about that? I, no, I didn't. You didn't? Should I tell them? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so we're, uh, <clears throat> we're talking about men and women on police forces and blah, blah, blah. And I, mm-hmm. and I said, uh, yeah, you know, those people, I said, they, they got a tough job. They got to make split-second decisions. And Bushy says, yeah, jelly or no jelly. <laughs> <laughs> this is right after Tom told me that there's a female, 
that a vehement. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think he said they got to make split, split second, life threatening, critical decisions or something yeah, like something. that. I said, jelly or no jelly. <laughs> but right after he told me, some yeah. female police officer was upset because I thanked the oh, she police. She wasn't so upset. The policemen. But... but the police officers, listen, yeah. that is not a job I would want to have. I've no. got friends. That is a hard job. They're out there, and so that's why, you know, anytime everybody looks to blame the police right away, I'm not on that boat. I think, uh, you know, they they do a good job overall, and and it's a tough job. Yeah. And um, a quiet a quiet day or night for a cop, that's a good day. Fire fire firefighters, I mean, they go out there and risk their life. The first responders, (laughs) uh, people that work in healthcare. I'll tell you what, when my Dad and mom went into a nursing home. Uh, there's a lot of wonderful people, maybe not making a lot as much money as they should, working in nursing homes, working with, yeah. showing a lot of love towards old people. And as you see your parents going into these places, you'll start to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of the nursing homes, right after my dad died, I felt really bad because I walked by and they had like a nursing home. They're selling slices of pizza for like a buck a piece. And I said, what's this? Oh, it's a fundraiser. We're trying to get some money for activities for the, I thought you're trying to sell slices of pizza to have money so you can have activities for these poor people. So yeah, I went back and brought some money later on. So kind of sad. And you know, someday I might be sitting there. So thanks to all those people out there and thanks to all our listeners as well. We get a lot of good listeners. Yeah. Our listeners, uh, Made us the number one listened radio, uh, two-hour outdoor radio show in Wisconsin. No, number one live, <laughs> live two-hour outdoor we're show. The in Wisconsin. Only. <laughs> that's why Tom can say that we're the only live show, two-hour outdoor show. Well, you know, it's funny. You know, Jeff, I, I really, I've been, I've been looking around, looking for other radio shows. As a matter of fact, I gotta go on uh, in all the wrong places. I gotta go on that uh, radio.com app and mm-hmm. look around for all. Because I have not found another two-hour live outdoor show in the country. I have not wow. found one yet. We, I mean, I don't know if we are or not, but we very well might live? be the only two-hour live outdoor show. And just think, we could t- talk stupid like this for four hours if we wanted without even trying, Tom. Uh, I don't know. Well, you the funny I, thing is, think is I that could run out of stupid jokes for early morning Saturdays. You guys get more calls than some of the shows, uh, the Monday through Friday shows. Yeah, yeah, so, that's what uh, we've been told before. And, and half and the world is comatose too. and hungover. Yeah, <laughs> hello on Saturday morning yeah. in Wisconsin, and us you know, three included. And I'll, yeah. and I bet you, <laughs> if we had a, a what do they call that? A tweeting or apping? No, what do they call that when they a tweeter? Somebody told me that to do no, that ten years ago. Get a Twitter tweeting. account. Uh-huh. A twi- Twitter, yeah. And then people could Twitter us. Yeah, because yeah. I I hear on the other shows that they take a lot of Twitter. Uh, yeah, calls I got or a whatever. tweet about you, this. You yeah. send out a tweet. Cutting Edge Outdoors is live now. No. Ask a question, no, what and is then that? people but will tweet make, at the show. Yeah, at the show, right? Give yeah. you a comment. Yeah, right? yeah. Make comments or questions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If we had something like that, we'd probably have way too much, well, you know, stuff. I, well, you don't you have just to read them at, all show, but it's a yeah. lot easier than emailing. Just yeah, look, Tom practically has a coronary trying to keep up with all these emails over here. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we can do it to him. I don't think we can put any more tasks. Is that why that. they put in a defibrillator now, right, right here you in the hallway? Do we have one teach in the hallway? Old dog, I think so. new yeah. tricks. I'm not doing CPR on you, dude. If it ever comes <laughs> well, down to it. I, I, uh, 
I one time my friend Dominic and I I'll we, jump up and down on your chest. Hey. How about that? We, That's your compressions. We uh, we were dragging a boat up a hill by our friend Sal's place. We're dragging this boat up a hill, and this is a steep hill. And it's a big hill. We get about halfway up. I said, "Stop, Dom." Did you start this with back in my day? No. <laughs> And I said, stop, Tom. I said, I got to take a break. And, and and he says, are you all right? I says, I don't know, man. I says, I'm joking around. I said, I think I'm going to have a heart attack Wait coming a up second. this damn hill. You were playing? Huh? You were playing around? I was joking when I said, I think I'm going to have a heart, heart attack. You don't joke about that stuff, Tom. Well, we were just joking because it was such a tough hill to go up with the dragging this boat. So then. Uh, Fred Sanford he, over so, here. So my friend Dominic said, well, if you need. Uh, Mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, he says, I'm sorry, but you're going to, I can't say the word, you're going to something die. <laughs> Two hunters are out. <laughs> Two hunters are out in the desert, and rattlesnake bites a guy in the, in the arse. Yeah. Other guy gets on his cell phone, calls a doctor. Doctor says, okay, you got to make a little cut by it and suck the poison out. Gets off the phone. Guy who got bit goes, what'd the doctor say? He says, says doctor gonna... says you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, guys can say that to each other, stuff like that, you know. Bubba and fatty and if, call each if, other. But if two women, if that's happening to them, oh, no, they got to talk about feelings first, probably. You know, how do you feel, you know? How does that make you feel? <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. I no, I'm sorry. No, no. Well, it's you know, totally you can't, Tom. You cannot say men and women are different, though. Some guy speaking at a campus. I saw this on the news. He was speaking at a campus, and he was saying there are differences between men and women, and they attacked him. Somebody ran. All really? the students went crazy. Really? One student ran yeah. up and threw some stuff on him, like. There's no difference between men and women anymore. We're all just it's. No. We're all just creatures. You can't say there's no. any difference. I don't know. The world's gone nuts. Totally. The yeah. world's gone nuts. Totally nuts. Hey, I mean, you geez. remember that book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus? Well, that's true. So if I shoot a doe during a buck season, I can tell the warden, there's no difference. It's all, the same. it's all the it's same. It's No difference between a male deer and a female deer, by that logic. I don't judge by gender. Oh, that's Jeez. crazy. Hey, folks, we had a great time this morning. Thanks for tuning us in. We'll see you next week. Right, Danny? Um, yeah. uh, that, yep, that's all I got. Yeah, that, me too. That's all I got. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Go out, do something nice for someone, my friend. Regardless of what they are, we're all the same. Do something nice anyway. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hyundai. 